Hi, and welcome to NWR Newscast, episode 58. I'm your host, Neil Ronahan. Uh, after uh, an off week, thanks to Verizon, you jerks. Boo. Um, so I am joined by Andy Gergen. Howdy, Neil. Zach Miller. Uh. And J.P. Corbin. Back who's and better than his, ever. Yes, his sophomore debut. Because last last week was his freshman debut. Mm-hmm. And potentially he could do a junior debut, a senior <laughs> debut, and then I guess we'll stop with the debuts then. I think at 10 we have to get you paper. Is that how that works? I don't know. <laughs> we'll give you some kind of like, you did four episodes. Congratulations. I think Carl is almost due for that now. <laughs> He's been on three. Um, but anyway, today we're going to have a little bit of a shorter show, but we're going to talk about some cool stuff. First, let's, uh, without further ado, let's go right into the Nintendo eShop, where we've all been playing a lot of virtual console games. Um, including Link's Awakening and Donkey Kong 94. So I guess uh, let's start with Link's Awakening. Has everyone played that game before? Oh, yeah. yeah. I played the original and the DX version. I owned them both. Yeah, I I had the DX version back Game Boy Color. But, I mean, that's the last time I I played it. I still have the DX version on Game Boy Color. How about you, Andy? I have never owned the game, but I have played it through twice in the past. The most recent being my famous Zelda series playthrough, aborted series playthrough um, <laughs> a couple years ago. So I, I played through this game about a year, year and a half ago or so, so I'm not really anxious to, to buy it again. <clears throat> yeah, I actually have never beaten it. I've uh, I borrowed a friend's copy like 15 years ago and played through the first couple dungeons. So I'm about, uh, I mean, I just got to the fifth dungeon in it, and man, that game holds up incredibly well. Um, yeah, it you really can tell does. that there's some problems that I have with it, like you have to switch items like All constantly. Yeah. But I feel like that's just a limitation of the system, not necessarily like a design flaw. It's like, I mean, you had two buttons start, select, and a D pad. What else were you going to do? Yeah. And Needs the save system. <laughs> yeah. It needs a touch screen, so you're going to have, uh, you know, four buttons that you can use instead of three. Um, I think the only real problem I had with the game last time I played through it was that due to the like the, the limitations of of the hardware, it, it kind of kind of felt like all the locations sort of blended together to some to some extent. Um, but it, it's it's helped a little bit on on, on the DX version because they can add a little bit of color to help things stand yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I have no experience with the original version, though I can ma- imagine losing color would kind of take a little bit away. Um, I'm surprised at how much the color seems to add. Although I did have a lot of problems using the map, and then I realized if you hit A on a square, it'll tell you what the location is. Yep. So for the last dungeon, I was like, where the hell is the damn bay? There's water everywhere. Where is this house by the bay? And if you you know click the button on the right square, it'll say, house by the bay. And then you <laughs> go. Once I figured that out, it made things a lot easier. With Neil, have you gotten the level 2 sword yet? No. You can get that before you get into Catfish's Maw. Okay. Well, I just got there, so maybe it'll have to wait. Maybe. Where is this level two sword? You have to collect uh, twenty secret seashells. Okay, I think I might not have twenty, but I think I might be close. Maybe I'll go seashell hunting. And just for just for our listeners, uh, if you go into the seashell house when you have five seashells, you'll get a free one, and you'll also get a free one when you have ten seashells. Ooh! If you go in when you have ten, but not when you have five, do you get two free? No, you only get one. At, you only get oh, two free total. Are there? Is there a limited number of shells in the game? Like, can you screw yourself by not getting those, both those free ones? Oh no! I mean, if you don't get those free ones, there are other ones. Okay. But there are only 
Once you get 20 seashells, everything else that would be a seashell is a rupee. Okay. So I have, oh, okay. a, I have sort of a Zelda-related um, moral dilemma for you guys. Do you guys actually go through the effort FAQ-free of finding all the little, like, hundreds of things in the Zelda game? Like, all of the Never. insects, no. all of the... All Never. of the heart pieces, all of the seashells. I don't have. Uh, I'm exploring stones. to find some, but I never get like obsessive with it. Yeah, it I, seems to me like that—that's the kind of thing that absolutely kills my spirit in a Zelda game. Like, I, I get all excited when I find one, but then at a certain point, I realize I'm never going to get them all, and then I kind of stop trying. I mean, what I'll do if I see like a piece of heart or something somewhere, I'll try to get it, but I won't, you know, lose sleep over it. Sure. Yeah. I, I had to consult a fact for the Golden Skulltulas in Ocarina back in the day. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking that for my, my playthrough of Ocarina this time on the 3DS, I'm going to uh, do the FAQ and actually for, for, the, for the first time get 100% in the game. Mm. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway, those, those back, back, back to the other Yes, they are. But I definitely game. I, I do feel the Zelda fatigue a little bit because I replayed Wind Waker the other month. I bla blazed through Ocarina of Time for the review. And playing Link's Awakening, I don't know if I'm going to finish Link's Awakening. If it's oh, you got to finish short. it. But, I mean, I'll, I'll pick it back up later, I hope. But it's just, I'm, I'm getting Zelda fatigue. It's basically, I played Ocarina of Time and then picked Link's Awakening up right after that. Understandable. Believe me. But, yeah. Such a I good mean, ending. I, the ending. I think the ending, I of, the, um, end. the ending of Link's Awakening is probably my favorite ending of a Zelda game. Just because it's so different than all the other ones. I mean, yeah, because all Wind the other Waker's... ones are basically just like you just stabbed Ganondorf in the fucking head. <laughs> Wind, Wake, Wind Waker's got a great ending, no, no, no doubt about it. And Majora's yeah. Mask has got a pretty cool ending too. Although yeah. Majora's Mask's um, end of the three days is a lot more memorable than the end of the game. Although the end of the <laughs> game is pretty memorable too. Up on the moon. Spoiler alert! I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I've never it's played been the game, years. but I knew that that's where it ended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You might not know you the specifics, to, but you have to kill also Phoenix the game has been out. up there, and yeah, it's a whole big thing. <laughs> the game has been out for eleven years. I think we can talk spoilers a little bit. I'm sorry, <laughs> world. It was a Zelda game. If you wanted to play it, you would have played it already. Anyway, um, um, so Link's Awakening. I, I don't know if I'm going to get it on uh, on the on the eShop. Probably, I probably will eventually. Just it's because, a little. Like I said. It's a little pricey. I thought. Yeah, I mean, I thought that five dollars would be a lot better for the Game Boy Color games as opposed to six. Yeah. Link's Awakening's worth six. I don't know that there's much else on the Game Boy Color that is. Yeah. I hope it doesn't set the precedent for other Game Boy Color games. Well, though. it seems like yeah. it'll be five and six, like the Game Boy games are three and four. Yeah. yeah. I do think that $4 is an absolute steal for Donkey Kong oh, 94. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, it is. There's so much yeah, content. That, I just beat it yeah. the other day. I, I'd never played yeah. the game before. Uh, and I downloaded it, and I, it's fantastic. It's amazing. I love it. You know, it, it was um, one of the first Game Boy games I ever had, and I played it to death. And I mean, just because I have played it through, I mean, I played through it so many times in the '90s that I don't know if I'll necessarily play it through all the way, at least in any, any time soon on Virtual Console. But having it on there is is a wonderful thing because I miss that game. I love the subtle little funny animations that they do for Mario, like when he hits his face on the ground and yeah. his leg twitches. I also like how they always add new things into it pretty much constantly. Like yeah. there like every four levels there is some new tweak. It might be something very small that you already figured out, but it's still something new. Yeah, I bought the game but I haven't spent any, any time in there yet. I've only beaten like the first the first stage, which is, you know, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah. I wish the uh the Super Game Boy border were available. 
and the colors. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm not I'm not broken up about it because I never played the game with that. I always played it, you know, old school black and white. But yeah. it now is kind you, of a, an oversight. Black and white or green and green. Oh, I'm not doing the green. Oh, I just, that's the only way to go. I played Super Mario Land with <laughs> the, green for a while, but put everything the border else I played on. The green. I do like put playing. The 3D um, up. I like the Game Boy border because then you can do the three three D up, and I really like that effect. I forget the button combo for that. You have to hold start and select, or no, you just have to hold start. I think you just hold start, and then you have to hold it through the entire. Like that's really my least favorite part of the three DS: the start and select buttons. They really could have done those better. Yeah. Well, with Link's Awakening, that's how you save, at least in the world of the game. I mean, you can do the save states and stuff. Yeah, but like doing that on the three DS is. Ridiculous. <laughs> I just do it like ten times and try to make sure it yeah. works. But yeah. But yeah, Donkey but Kong yeah. '94 is friggin' amazing. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, it's, we'll find out. It's been hyped up so much. I've, I've, everybody says it's great, and I've seen that for so long, and I didn't play it until this. It totally lives up to the hype. It is. It's fantastic. You know, I also want to say that uh, I just saw this on Facebook. Uh, Way Forward is actively trying to get Shantae on the virtual console. That is awesome. I would yes, love to play is. the original. And I'd like to think that uh, you know Way Forward would would be able to do that. I assume they own the rights to the Game Boy Color game. I think it was published by Capcom. Yep. But I'm pretty sure they own the rights to it. Well, if they were allowed to make a sequel to it, they must have some kind of way to yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they might have the IP right to the character, but they yeah, might not have the true. rights to the original game. Mm. But even still, I mean, Capcom seems to be supporting the uh, the eShop with uh, Mega Man came out in Japan, so you would assume that they would be okay with releasing yeah, it's Shantai. It's weird that we didn't get Mega Man. I mean, that, that original Mega Man game is so hard. Yeah. But it's it's so hard. And, and what's funny is that Mega Man 2 is so easy. Um, it would probably be easier now. You get the save state if you want to use that. Yeah. Oh, sure. Better. I definitely would be because that was one of my hardest. Uh, I mean, playing that as a kid is that you kind of have to do it all in one go. Yeah. If I do remember, there might have been a password. I think there were um, passwords. I, there were passwords because I remember memorizing the Wiley password so that <laughs> I'd never have to play the rest of it again. But yeah, well, good game. Uh, I mean, I just hard. I just think with North America they're doing it that slow clip because in Japan you just had this big dumping of games whereas Definitely. in North America and Europe we've been getting, you know, we had like the three the three games at launch and now it's been, you know, a game, a game. I hope it go picks up more than that as time goes well, on. I'll be interested to see what they bring out on Thursday. Yeah. Um you you'll likely know before us listeners and we <laughs> might be talking about this next week. I wonder like if at a certain tales. point Oh god, that'd be cool. I wonder if at a certain point, like DSIware's got to have a shelf life, right? Like they're not going to keep bringing DSIware out forever. Yeah. So I'm kind of yeah. curious, like, I think, what, uh, what, what that will change into, like a 3DSware service or something like that. I think 3DSware is confirmed not to exist. It'll just be like 3DS downloadable titles. But I sure. think what'll happen with DSIware is that we're basically just going to see everything come out over the next couple months, and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the Free Four Swords will be like the last hurrah for DSiWare. That could be right. I hope there's I think not that's too much more. I hope they switch to the 3DS games because those can be loaded under the SD card. Okay. Yeah, Nintendo no lacked the foresight to let people run uh, DSiWare off the SD card even through some sort of hack like they did it on the Wii. So I've had to clean out my fridge on my 3DS already. Wait, you can't? No, it runs off, off the, the internal memory. 
And only D- the inside. DSiWare really? games are the only thing you can download on the, from the eShop that can't be run from 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 an SD card. Everything else runs by default from the SD card, but DSiWare games have to be on internal storage. I mean, I don't doubt you. It's just that I, I mean, I've noticed when like I'll boot up my system and it'll take a little while for my DSi know, right? games to load. I assume that was because they were <laughs> no. on the SD card, but nope, that's I don't know what that's stupid. about, but it's not that at all. Well, my console do that too. But they take that little while to load. Yeah. Everything yeah, I mean, that's why I assume yeah. it was from the SD card because maybe it just took like you know a second to load or something. But that's dumb. Hard to argue with that. No, yeah, it's it's silly. So it'd be nice if, if the DSiWare eventually kind of came to a close, if for, if for that reason alone, really. Well, yeah. I mean, you could think maybe somebody would say, well, you'd reach everybody with a 3DS and with a DSi if you put it on DSiWare, but I have to imagine the kind of people who were buying DSiWare probably bought a 3DS early on. There were a lot of people that bought DSiWares, though. I mean, DSiWares, uh, DSi's, and... <laughs> I think well, there might be more people DSIs, than that, but still, the, pe- the kind of people who are actually the people who use DSiWare, yeah. I think they really they need to start releasing compelling things for exclusively for 3DS, and those things are not Excite Bike and Pokedex. Those kind of things are uh, Mutant Muds, which Pokedex is uh, that game from Renegade Kid. Kind of, I don't know. It's not something. Good. It's something I feel like I have to check on three times a day, and there's just not a lot there. Did you guys get? I see. I never downloaded. No way. I, no, I never downloaded Pokédex. I, I have no interest either. in it. But I got. It, it appeared on my on my. Yeah, they uh, automatically menu. downloaded through Spot Pass. It's right. an, it's, it's not, but they didn't download it. They downloaded an ad for it. Basically, they downloaded oh. a menu icon that said, "Hey, you should go get this." Yeah. I was like, really? <laughs> yeah, like, a notification for it. Yeah. That's. That's funny. Not okay with me. <laughs> <laughs> to be putting advertisements on my like home grid like that's. That's kind of That's not okay funny. with me. Let's uh let's move on to our next topic, which is the big release this summer. Uh the entire summer. It's the only big release. That is uh the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time three D. Which is uh uh my review is up on the site. Jared's uh whirlwind video review, which he managed to do in less than twenty four hours. He's he's a god among men. Um that that's was, up that as was well. Good video. That video convinced me to get the game, Neil. Oh, because I my it looked tones. so much better. I didn't think it looked. It that really good. does. It really does. I mean, it really does. Yeah. You look at some of those screenshots <laughs> early game. on, and it's like I don't know. But once you play it and you see it in motion, it looks fantastic. I mean, Link himself looks completely different. Yeah, Everything I mean, definitely just... his character got the most love and care. Some of the other characters, I mean, they got updated, but not that updated, and. Just the landscapes look so much better. I love how the, um, the the really high texture mapping on the uh, the climbable surfaces. That's really nice. Yeah, that yeah. is nice. That, that always blended in really badly before. Now you can yeah, see. Yeah, a lot it really of the stuff that was just clearly just a texture and not anything polygonal at all. Everything. I mean, even you look. I, I mean, I just started the game tonight and I was playing through Kokiri Forest, and you look, you go into all those houses, and it's all polygonal now. They have stuff the, in them. The camera's, the camera's still fixed where it was in the original game, but it's it's not pre-rendered like it used to be. Yeah. Which, it's subtle, It just but looks it's so neat. good. And it really proves to me that, like, uh, you know, kind of a theory I've had for a long time is opposed to, you know, games from the... 3D games from the late 90s and how they hold up. And that not the Nintendo well. games are... Yeah, well, most of them don't. But a lot of those Nintendo games, like your, your Zelda and your Mario 64... Do they look great by today's standards? But you can do an upgrade like this, 
And because the game wasn't so focused on like, look at the FMV video that we have. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they 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 can be updated much much easier. I mean, this was still a lot of work went into this, obviously, but they they functionally don't look <coughs> that bad. You think I'm wrong in suggesting that Mario 64 actually holds up graphically better than Ocarina of Time on the N64? No, nope, not I, I, at all. I would agree Mario with that. 64 it was much simpler. Yeah. yeah, it's not trying to do as much detail as Ocarina of Time did. Yeah. So you're not worrying about textures as often. Yeah. But it's it's I'm, great. I'm for not saying that I game. want them to re-release Mario 64 in 3D. I'm but saying that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm definitely I want, saying I want, that. I want they're mask. doing it with Luigi's Mansion. I mean, they're making a sequel. I mean, I want Majora's Mask. After playing this, <laughs> I've and never Wind played Waker. Majora's Mask, and it would be a great way to do it. It is Wind, a kind of funny thing that like Wind we Waker don't really so much want a new Zelda. We don't so much want a new Zelda on 3DS as we want them to remake Majora's Mask and Wind Waker. I want both. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I want like, to make uh, Zelda 2 Rebirth on DSi. Well, you got Andy going. 3DSware. Yeah, no kidding. I'm all over that, Zach. No, but I figure, like, Majora reused a lot of the Ocarina, like, assets. Like, almost all of the Ocarina yeah. assets were yeah. used in Majora. There's no reason you couldn't just basically apply this texture set to Majora and be almost done already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's the whole, like, there's the whole mapping it into 3D, and I'm sure that's not, like, inconsequential, but, like, really, you've made most of the game already, so there's no reason <laughs> not to just go all the I way. I mean, let's get real here. What the hell else is Grezzo gonna do? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just make them like consistently making 3D remakes of Zelda games. Just do Absolutely. it. Mario, I do like, want, I what would, are they going to do? Make Line Attack for Heroes 64 again? I know that sounds horrible, yeah. but I would just to have it. You know, I don't even care so much about the 3D. Just to have it portable with analog control. Yeah. You know that well, video? That video on the that. eShop of Star Fox actually looks pretty good. Yeah. It yeah. Does. No, that game looks great in action. Um, oh, after really playing Star it at E3, I'm, is one I'm of my totally favorites, and I can't wait for that. Well, you know what's still to... the messed up thing about that? We actually reached out for comment to Nintendo. Um, hopefully we'll hear back before this episode goes up and you'll know what the story is. But Star Fox 64 3D is coming out on September 11th. Yeah, that's which a little is the 10th anniversary of September 11th. Didn't what the that? hell? Because they, they, they can't have How? actually seen that and okayed it, so that it just completely slipped their mind, which I think is awesome. Yeah. I love that. Like, what, is, I mean, what, is, what day is that? Is that a Sunday? It's a or Sunday. Two? Yeah, I mean, it's their typical Sunday release, but <laughs> just the just fact that it's on 9-11, funny. the 10th anniversary of 9-11 is weird. if complain enough, they'll release it a week earlier. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. On the, on the other day. hand, it hasn't been September 11th for, you know, 10 years. Yeah, it's a 10-year it's ten yeah, anniversary yeah. of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the... I mean, yeah. Like in all honesty, it is just another day, but it's it's the tenth anniversary that kind of makes it sting a little bit. Yeah. And it's just like it is. If, if it was any other game, it wouldn't be a big deal. But like the first level of that game, you can crash into a building and take it down. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be pretty bad at the game to do that, though. <laughs> <laughs> you have to hate freedom to do that. Is the problem. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, I don't know why I'm reminded of this, but uh, I really like the gyroscope aiming in Zelda. Oh, yeah. I do too. Yeah. No, oh yeah, it's I, great. I mean, I, I had to stop the game to do something else just after getting the slingshot. But I, tr- I, I really like that. I think it worked really well. Oh, yeah, I mean, it is the kind of thing. The... I like it. I like it for fine tuning stuff, and also just kind of like free look is a lot more fun. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate that you have to turn the 3D off to do it though. 
Well, see, yeah, I, can't, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't had to do that. I well, can't see the 3D, so I always play with 3D off. So I didn't even well, notice the, that. I mean, the, the second you move, the second you move the 3DS oh, away from like right. that. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah. 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 Like it's not, like, not that you can't turn it on. It's just that it becomes hard to aim when you can't see anything. That's very true. Unfortunate. It's it's you know it's just a drawback of the way the the 3D works. There's not much you can very do about true. it. And I mean, I, I think the 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 3D look is is a successful enough implementation of that feature that there's not really a problem with just you know temporarily turning turning the effect off doing your your aiming and then and then going back yeah well kind of taking a, a brief tangent from that we can come back to ocarina if if we really want to but just on the gyroscope control thing the really great thing about the implementation in ocarina of time 3d is that it's you know optional and it's not constant there's a, a game that i just posted the review of today cubic ninja mm-hmm. which takes full advantage of the gyroscope in it and that's the main control scheme but Cubic Ninja is a game that's it, it looks like it's really cool because um, you have like the depth of field where like you can go forward and backward into the screen so to speak and left and right but because the gyroscope controls are the default you can't turn on 3D while doing this also oh. it won't work there is an option that actually I think the IGN review uh, went up without ever discovering this option uh oh <laughs> um, but there's an option tucked away where you can turn on the circle pad, and then you can, uh, you know, you can have the 3D, and the game looks a lot better with the 3D. And I think it's one of the better uses of it because you know you can, like, there is depth to that world, and it's important to the game. But the game still kind of controls as if the circle pad is just the system, and you're moving it like a gyroscope. So <laughs> it still kind of sucks. That game, uh. that game is a total mess. <laughs> That well, sucks. we're we're going to get experimental stuff like that early in the system's life. Yeah, happened with. I mean, there DS. were a lot of DS games that yeah. made terrible use of the touchscreen. They're still not Canvas though. Curse. I'm still waiting on Canvas Curse too. Yeah, well, we have Kirby Mass Attack coming out. That look that looks like March of the Kirby Minis. The problem with Canvas Curse is that Canvas Curse sort of like relies on the touchscreen use, and the 3DS kind of relies on the the top screen. So yeah. yeah. I'm not sure how you could really do Canvas Curse on the 3DS without just sort of having having a placeholder logo in 3D on the top screen. <laughs> Rotating Kirby. There you go. In 3D. It'll yeah. be like the Pokedex, but just Kirby. There you go. That's a fantastic idea. <laughs> I mean, man, that Pokedex, get... seriously, I feel like it's a chore. Because I do want to get all 150 Pokemon, but it means I have to you turn sucker. it on three times a day. It's not worth it. It's not. Just give up. So, uh, you guys, are you guys going to play through Ocarina of Time 3D to completion? Hell yeah. I have yeah, I, are you, I probably are, will. Are you going to jump right into Master Quest afterwards? No. No. God, no. No. I haven't, I I haven't beaten the game since the N64 version. I owned it yeah, both times I. on the GameCube. I owned it on the Virtual Console, but I never finished it on those. I only finished it on the N64. So this time I, I intend to finish it. On yeah, that was that was the great thing about the reviews that it kicked my ass to finish that game because I haven't beaten it in like over ten years and I, I don't remember really if good the, if the game. GameCube bonus disc Master Quest was mirrored. I don't think it. Was. I don't think it was. I don't think it was either. I remember the starting and it. And the the more damage are the right. two things that are different. Yeah, that'll be great. And then they have that whole boss gauntlet, which is kind of cool if you're really into fighting the bosses in that game. Because, like, they do have, if you beat every boss once in either mode, then you do, like, a gauntlet where you go through everything with limited refills of items and hearts and stuff. Yeah. Which makes it really challenging, but it's ultimately I don't care. 
Well, the problem with with both the master well the master well okay the problem with the master quest is locked from the beginning. Uh, the problem yeah. with the boss rush is you don't get anything for doing really well. Exactly. You know, with a Castlevania game, they always have boss rushes, and you get really cool items for doing well in them. And yeah. you know, Nintendo's philosophy with all their games has always been, you know, playing is its own reward, and I agree with that. But for some of these extra things that they Not want you to play, you know. Even if it was, like, concept art or something, like, yeah, that would have been fine. That would have been great. Been I would have loved to see concept art from the original scanning. game. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Hmm. Or a 3D model. 3D models on the top screen. like yeah, the, uh, yeah, on the 3DS, that's something, at least. That yeah. is a reward. Yeah. Oh, well. But, yeah, uh, that's Ocarina of Time 3D. Um, Go buy it if you like It's really Zelda. good, guys. Just everyone out there, it's really good. It makes me like when I play this game. It sort of makes me like reflect on the other um, handheld Zelda games we've had, and like how much bigger of a game this is than than other, you know, handheld Link's Zelda Awakening. Games. And like, well, I'm specifically thinking like, man, compared Spirit to Phantom, like Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks. Oh this yeah, is a, this is like something else. This is like amazing. yeah, like Spirit Tracks and Phantom Hourglass still feel like side stories to me. They are. Like, those aren't real Zelda games. They're, they're posers. I own Phantom Hourglass because I got it cheap somewhere, and it's sitting in my backlog. And Just I've, burn it. I'm probably never going to play it. I have so many I things. I wasn't a big fan of, of Phantom Hourglass, but I liked Spirit Tracks a lot. But even still, like, it didn't feel like... It felt like I was playing, like, a short game. I, it's not like I was playing a real Zelda game, so to speak. Well, I think Link's, Link's Awakening is more... Uh, full a fuller Zelda game than yeah like Phantom Hourglass. that feels like that feels like a complete Zelda game. And I really don't even you know, Minish people... Cap feels feels really short. Speaking yeah. of my Zelda fatigue, I've also played Minish Cap in the past couple months. How do you like that? I, uh, I I liked it a lot. I never um, it's played really it. short. Yeah, it I haven't played any of the handheld ones. I played Link's Awakening and I played the whole way through it, and it's my second favorite Zelda game. I love it, and then. I owned or one of the Oracle games. I can't even remember which one, but I never finished it. And I, I have one of those. I can't I wait have. for the inevitable release of the Oracle games because I never played either one. Minish Cap was the first Zelda game that, when I was playing through it, I can already I, I felt Zelda fatigue like while right I was in the middle of the game. Like I I finished it and I didn't like didn't hate it or anything. I just got really bored with it really quick. I think the whole, yeah. like, because the, 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 more than any other Zelda game, it's like a big collect-a-thon with the Kinstone thing. It is. Yeah. You have to go and talk to every single, not, not only do you have to talk to every single person in the game, you have to talk to them with the alternate talk button, which gives you a Kinstone. Because there's a talk button and a trade button. Right. And they're different. Yeah. I, I got all the Kinstones but one, and it drove me friggin' crazy. <laughs> that's, that's insane. <laughs> and it's because there are some Kinstones you can only get at certain times during the game. I know that's like a that's like an intrinsic part of Zelda games, but it's like my least favorite part of every Zelda game ever is like the the, the thing where you feel like you're not playing the game right because you didn't search every <coughs> corner of every part of every. I area. agree. I, mean, I love Ocarina you know, of Time. The only thing... I love it so much, but I never got anywhere close to all the Skulltulas, and I didn't even try. I just kind of ignored them. Yeah. The only the only part of Link's Awakening I don't especially like is that long ass trade thing. Oh, yeah, and I, I didn't really do any of it, and then I found out that I had to, and then had to just go burn through it. Yeah, you have, to do, you, you have to do about two-thirds of it, but if you do the other third, you get the boomerang. Oh, okay. 
Does the boomerang really add anything? The boomerang is the best weapon in the game, without a doubt. Okay. And it makes Eagle's I still, Tower I still need, very like, easy. Because I don't feel like being a thief, I still need to get like 50 more rupees for the damn bow and arrow. <laughs> oh yeah, that takes forever to get. Yeah, I think I'm they do that there. purposefully so that you, you know, you can only get it at a certain time yeah. in the game. See, I would love to Without, play like, Link's grinding. Awakening again, but I didn't start it yet, and now I've got Ocarina of Time, and so I'm not even going to start Link's Awakening <laughs> until I finish Ocarina of Time. I've already got a backlog on the 3DS, which is crazy. It's only been out for a yeah, couple of and months. Yeah, and I just sent you another one, I know, JP, I got that you, today. you're getting my copy of Steel Diver. I got that today. Oh, damn. And so now I, I now that with that and Ocarina of Time, I own seven 3DS games, which sounds yeah. nuts, because there really shouldn't be seven games worth playing, and there aren't, because a couple of the ones I own probably aren't worth playing. But yeah. <laughs> I well, mean, as someone that's reviewed my fair share of 3DS games at this point, I own Ocarina of Time, Pilot Wings, uh, Street Fighter Four. Um, and Ridge Racer, and the Cartoon Network game, which I still need to play more of. And then I have, you know, games that I'm trying to get rid of, like Ghost Recon. I saw today, I got an email from Amazon, because I bought Ocarina of Time 3D through Amazon, and I got the email saying, oh, you've got $20 worth of credit to put toward a 3DS <laughs> game, but only a 3DS game and only a certain set of them. So, there's nothing there that I want. There's nothing there worth paying the other $20 for. Because you already have Yes, everything. I have everything. I don't know. You know, it's funny about Street Fighter 4. You know, last week, me and Andy were pitching about Street Fighter 4 on 3DS, and then almost the very next day, I saw it at the end cap at Target, Super Street Fighter 4 for PS3 for $14. I was like, well, this is going to be the way to play it. Hard to turn down for 14 bucks. Yeah. So I picked it up, and I immediately regretted it when I put it into the system. I started training mode, and I was like, God I, damn, I need a stick for this game. That's why I like the, the 3DS <laughs> version a lot, because of the damn touchscreen buttons, because it makes it more yeah. fun for me. And really, at this point, like I don't, I don't really play online. Maybe at some point, since I know other people with the game, I'll play online, but I doubt it. Um, but I just like doing, like, regular versus matches against the computer because it's enough of a challenge for me and I just kind of like screwing around with the game. It's it's fun to me. It's not something I'll put hours and hours into, but it's something that I enjoy doing. I've never Did any of you guys take advantage of that Toys R Us sale? The, the Amazon thing. No. I, I got Portal 2 and Mortal Kombat for $50. Not a bad deal. That's I'm actually... I'm Nice haul. I'm right? probably going to start using the Redbox for video games because now you can do I that. I did that. Yeah, I heard about uh, what'd that. You get? How, how much you know, of a selection do they have? Very, very uh, poor. Yeah, it's it's very, very poor right now, but that's only because it literally started last Friday. But it's yeah. only like you can only do a one a day, right? I mean, you have to return it right away. No, um, I mean you can keep it out as long as you want. It's just two dollars a day, and, oh, I, and gotcha. I'm pretty sure, like theoretically, if I went tomorrow morning and took one out, I would just have to return it by nine p.m. the next day. So oh, you gotcha. almost have like two full days. It's nice. The thing is, I want I want Shadows of the Damned to uh, come out to one of the red boxes near me because I want to get that well, game. See, I might like try LA Noir. I would or love Mortal to Kombat. see LA Noir on one of those. Yeah, there is one. Get there. Sure. He's there. Yeah, sure I mean, at either. least at least from what I looked like, they have a limited list on the website. You'll have to check to see if there's one in your area. Yeah. But the ones near me all have no L.A. Noir I was at and the Mortal Kombat. The day and I saw that they had games. I didn't have time to look at it, but I saw the one that said, "Oh, now with games." I grabbed yeah. You Don't Know Jack for Xbox. And oh, yeah, that's game. on it, too. I'm going to check like an, that out. like an hour of it and thought, yeah, I have my two bucks worth. And it was yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I used to have Gamefly, but then I realized I have 
far too many games that I own and haven't played. I can't justify spending yeah. $15 a month to have more. Yeah, no doubt. Andy, uh, Andy, is it just me or is your main character in L.A. Noir kind of a dick sometimes? <laughs> Probably. You're forgetting that I only played the game for like three or three hours or yeah, so over a weekend. I mean, yeah, it's, it's funny because like he goes in to try to play good cop and then you push a different button and he's like a complete dick in the same conversation. Right. He's like bipolar is the problem. <laughs> the thing is, hey, I Zach, what system did you get uh, Mortal Kombat on? PS3 for Kratos, baby. Cool. Uh, if I rent it from from the Redbox, maybe I'll get that and we can play online. Hell yeah, we should also play Portal 2 online. Now, maybe I'll, maybe I'll try to rent that too. That's <laughs> an excellent I, co-op game. I, I haven't put the, either game in the system yet. I, I have quite a backlog. I bought the, PS, or the PC version of Portal 2 because it was on sale on Amazon for 30 bucks for the box copy. And I'm like, it's not going to be that cheap again for a while, so I picked it up. <laughs> Just wait until Valve gives it away for free. Well, I, I got Portal 1 for free when they introduced Steam yeah. for Mac. I wish it came with Portal 1 because I still haven't played that. And it's 1,200 Microsoft points, not 800. That sucks. Oh. Yeah, that sucks. It's worth but it. I think, that's, uh, I think that's a newscast, guys. Yeah, why yeah, not? Definitely. Yeah. Um, next week, we'll probably be talking about whatever crap came out on the eShop, and maybe some, maybe some news. Maybe but, some news. Yeah, Let's maybe. pray for DuckTales. Maybe news. Oh, that would be awesome. I doubt it'll ever happen, but maybe, just maybe. If hey, we guys, pray hard enough. Just so you know, just so you know. Huh? It's like three weeks until NCAA Football 12 comes out. Oh, man. I'm looking forward to it. we got to play the online yeah. dynasty. What console are you getting for, JP? 360. Okay, good. I saw it. I, that was on the NCAP 2, uh, Andy, the 11. NCAA yeah. 11. I thought yeah. of you. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah. We'll have <laughs> to uh, bust out those copies and, and talk about it, guys. Yeah. I got the uh, NCAA 09 for a Wii, and it's not that good. But uh, I'm thinking I, I may do a – maybe not a review of it, but like sort of a – I'll a feature, a, a feature on on where the system ended on, on Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, on Wii. We well, um, sports feature, we will talk remember? about that. We will talk about that in the future, guys. And until That's then, true. later. Later, yeah. everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.